to EverQuest Revisited, the show that talks everything EverQuest, past and present. I'm going to be your host, Darren. So, what can you expect from this and future episodes? Well, I'm going to share my past experiences from EverQuest, my return to EverQuest, and invite special guests and you, the listener, to discuss many EverQuest stories. So, let me start how I started playing EverQuest. It was January 2002. I was 27 at the time. And I came across the EverQuest trilogy, which was the classic EverQuest Ruins of Kunark and Scars of Velius. My first character I created was a half-elf warrior by the name of Daglassian. And that was on the Vienna Vice server, which was a role-playing server. Which, I joined that server because I wanted to have a bit of fun with the game and sort of get into character. So I can remember playing the game, loading it up and just run around it was for the time it was really good running around in a 3d world and you know meeting people on there started off in kudos hitting some snakes and and such and, and just running around just generally not really knowing what i was doing and at the time i had some friends who are who i also sort of introduced to everquest which was simon aka gildor he created a wood elf ranger in startup in kathleen and then i had another friend who i also introduced which was carl aka carl boney and he created a human paladin and also started in Kunos with myself. Yeah, so we played in 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 Kunos with myself and Carboni and poor old Gilder was um pretty much stuck in Kathleen. Um and obviously being low levels then back in the day it it was a lot harder to level up compared to nowadays, which I'll go into uh, later on in the podcast. And we started off in Kunos, they're hitting skeletons and, and, and collecting collecting the the weapons of the, the very small weapons you would get off them, sticks and staffs and so on and your broken swords and, and we, we we just started following around and, and trying to work out the game and we slowly gather some levels um gather some gear and many mistakes were made on the way sort of many deaths and you couldn't play with the uh, guild or much because he was over in Kefli and we were in Kinos and you had to level just to get these distances and obviously back in the day the, you know you had to run everywhere low level with no sow or anything like that so gradually started moving up some levels and I, I think the first time I really remember enjoying the game and I'm really sort of thinking this is something really you know great to play and, and that was when we sort of found a Blackborough. remember this very well and my, a lot of my fond memories are probably of the lower levels of the game to be fair which was really Blackborough and then moving on to the other le- the other sort of zones and as you progressed and stumbled into Blackborough, and I can remember we didn't have much armor we didn't have much gear and there was this, there was this guy in there and and he was uh, compared to us we thought he was absolutely uber he was in there you know with his bow and arrow shooting things and we were there we were lucky to hit a knoll and this is our first experience of grouping and he invited us to the group and this is the first time we started then interacting with other people and other players we, we went deeper down and we, we sort of were learning how to play the game and, and load play our classes and obviously being a warrior there wasn't much i could do other than stand there and hit and bash but it was it was very good and i can remember going down there and um, killing the elite knolls and we spent quite a few days in there, but probably weeks in there, because levelling up was so slow. And me and Carl Bodie, we were just, with this guy, we kind of befriended him. He was logging on with us. And a few more people joined, and then going deeper in there and killing the Commander Knoll, and, and gradually levelling up, levelling up, collecting the, the Knoll fangs, I think it was, and doing the task to return them back to the guy in Kinos. And it was such a good time, really enjoying this new experience of a game which we've never played before, or, or that type of game. And then we moved on to, I think, went into the Kranas, and moving through and killing spiders, and, and all this is trying to get to meet, obviously, Gilder, or he was the other side of Kathleen, who 
couldn't get over to us either. And we worked out that I think it was I Pass Hold was the place in the middle. That's where we were planning on meeting, and it was a good old run just for us. And I can remember it, it was very dangerous running through there, even at the levels we were. And I can't remember the levels. It was so long ago now. And I can remember dying so many times just trying to get there, and then obviously having to find my corpse again. And that was quite difficult for for sort of a low level trying to get to High Pass Hold. And he was on the other side. We were on the other side. And once we got into High Pass Hold, we had to fight our way through and and meet in the middle and a great joy when we met up eventually because we were then a group of three done that then i think we spent some time in high keep which was in the high pass hold as well which was down in the basements with the goblins and again that was great fun playing down there we grouped quite a lot again with people the more you higher the levels you could go down and and you really would then sort of camp the basement area somebody would be pulling them and kill them and, and start grinding is that's probably my first experience of grinding xp to be honest and then obviously we moved to other zones and as we progressed. Then we sort of, I can remember, and I'm probably just going to be talking about the zones, which are probably more of my favourite zones, which I got fonder memories of, which was Solisek A, and which is, you know, Solisek I, shall I say, which was known as Sol A, and that was fighting the goblins. Again, it's a very different zone because it was more of an indoor zone um, in caves, and that was quite a learning experience and learning again how to play your class and how to just stay alive as a and the experience was great down there many trains because back then it was the zones were so busy and managed to find a group quite easily so people would join into your group and yeah it was good, good fun in soleil killing the goblins i'm not going to go too much into detail in the zones because i'm assuming a lot of you guys have already played everquest and know these zones and maybe thinking of going back or you, you are still playing so another favourite zone was then probably was Soul B, being again that was against Kobolds and again what a great zone, very dangerous for trains and again I can remember killing the named mobs in there and I, and I think there was a priest and stuff like that and yeah that was a great zone. Then started, you started seeing the expansions coming out where we had, well I call it Lushlin, some people call it Lucklin, really enjoyed Maiden's Eye. So yeah the other zones were Plane of Disease and uh, Plane of Nightmare was another area which we played a lot in, which was the Planes of Power, really. The other expansion after Leashling. And there, there's a lot of happened in between all this, which was joined the Guild, which was our first experience as well of being in a Guild. And a lot of people there, which was within the Guild, helping out and doing, doing a lot of adventures together, doing a lot of grouping together. We weren't such a... A raiding guild at the time, so it, we did experience a lot of the raid side of things, and that came in a lot later, sort of in my playing time, really. What did happen amongst all that was the original guild leader, and I cannot remember his name, the guild was called Wolves of Antonica. The original guild leader quit the game and uh, been in this guild now for probably six months, something like that, and having some good times in the guild, good bunch of people. And that's why, you know, I always always say with EverQuest, I'd never find it anywhere else in the community. It's not like now where a lot of communities are toxic and it was always a good community, always people trying to help, working as a team to reach their goals, really, and see the game through together. The Walls of Antonica was the guild which we were in. Myself took over the guild. Once the original guild leader left, he handed it over to myself. And we had around about 200 members at the time, and we, we would like to call ourselves more of a family guild. 
So the guild was very active, as in grouping together, not a raiding guild, more of a family guild. You had your higher-end guilds there, like I think it was uh, Fire and Fury, which was one of the top guilds on the Vunify at the time. But we, we still managed to join some raids and stuff like that, we, where we got invited, or our guild would pair up with other guilds, join forces to have some success at some raids. In that time, I don't know if anybody recalls or if you remember this, I was a warrior. And at the time, when I first chose to start the game, I was more of a person who just wanted to be a warrior. It seemed a lot more simpler to play. Give me some swords, hit things, hit things. And that was what I was more like. I wasn't really sort of fond of the caster side of things. I thought a warrior would be a good choice. Well, once I think I hit around about 50 mark, I think it was, there was a time when really nobody wanted to to use a warrior they struggled to old aggro quite a bit and you had other classes which were were pretty much better at tanking i suppose because they could hold aggro better you had the paladins who could do lay of hands and you had the shadow knights as well who could hold the aggro yeah nobody wanted a warrior so i found it very difficult to find groups outside of my outside of the guild or even to be of assistance it was a lot harder to group from the back of that, I decided to, well, I'm going to start a new character. You know, it wasn't my original plan, but it, it just happened. And uh, I created a bard called Akroma. And I don't know if everybody remembers as well that the warriors went on strike across a lot of the servers because nobody wanted them. So they kind of went on strike, which was kind of a bit weird, really, because if nobody wanted them, what was the point of striking? But there was a big strike going on at the time, and I created Akroma, which was a bard, and... This class, for me, was a game-changer. I mean, it eventually became my main, the Bard, and the Warrior really rarely logged on. And that's when I really, again, started to learn the class, understand how to play, and that's probably why I've not spoken too much about the Warrior, on how to play the Warrior, because I think it was 50, something like that. I've probably got it over that in the end, but... um. I just it just wasn't a complicated class to play and I'm sure there's people out there who warriors and god well it is you know but at the time it was very simple character to play I felt so I went to the bard and and I felt that took a lot of skill and the bard was very good class which was a utility class which was very good at everything but not a specialist at any so it kind of could replace a lot of the classes if you were weaker in some of your groups so you had the chanter so the bard could mess and charm which was great so they've done that part of the enchanter role the bard was very good for speed everybody loved bard speed and that really helped obviously you had all your songs which benefited the group could you know also use a lot of your songs to do damage to the mobs dots and so on yeah so i, I created a chroma had a lot of fun with that character i can remember the good thing about my bard at the time with a warrior i couldn't solo at all and with the bard one of my favorite zones which was plane of disease which is obviously planes of power and i used to zone in on my own i would kite and i would sing dots i would charm a mob and what i would do is that mob the one mob would charm him the others would attack that mob once it got down to very low percentage i'll break the charm and then i'll, I'll charm another one and i'll do that for with around about six or seven mobs and when they're all pretty much down to two percent i would then start running around in circles and, and slowly let my dots kill them off and that was really good experience for myself when i couldn't find a group at the time or i just didn't have a lot of time to find a group and i just wanted to run in and i could just get on with that and you know i could do that for half an hour to an hour and obviously back then as well and things have changed and i'll go through that later on with a bard i felt a bard was a very skillful class to play because you had to keep twisting your songs so 
a song, you twist one song, you press a button to play one song, then you quickly do another, and it took a lot of skill, and I think I could keep up about, keep up about six songs at a time. And that was that was a very good, you know, good skill to have. And a lot of people, you know, again, if the more songs you can twist at the time, the more it benefit your group. And and also, I found I became a lot more wanted in groups because I could benefit them. I could really buff the groups in a sense of hasting them, making them much stronger, more DPS which I really enjoyed about the Bard was I did enjoy pulling and I, I used to do a lot of pulling and I felt, felt I was very good at pulling with the Bard during all of my times of playing. So the Bard became my favourite uh, class to play and we were running the walls of Antonica myself uh, along with Gildor. He was sort of number two. We then moved on to the other zones which was I like playing a nightmare great zone again. Loved that zone. It was a really good zone. I'm sp- spending a lot of time in there killing the trents and the banshees and so on and it's a little bit more grind i suppose again as the game i found as the more you the higher you leveled up the more the game became more grind and find a camp and grind and then we had the wall of slaughter which was in the omens of war and again i used to love that zone a lot of people didn't i don't think like that expansion or that zone but for me, I again, I just enjoyed the zone. I, I, I did like that zone, and it was a good experience at the time. So all this was going on, and, and things were happening in the background with, obviously, there was EverQuest 2 on its way, coming out now around about this time. And we're just really just playing the game to that level of just grouping and grinding, socialising, uh, and just having some fun with our friends, really, and the guild. And I think what happened then is I stopped playing around about I think it was around about March 2005 or just after that I would probably say because that's when Omens of War came out so I played for about three years then EverQuest 2 came out EverQuest sort of went really quiet a lot of people left uh, to try EverQuest 2 and I went there and I must admit I did not like EverQuest 2 it wasn't for me it wasn't for quite a few people but I understand as well and I returned back to the classic EverQuest again it just wasn't the same then because a lot of my friends have left and our guild members had left and it's harder to find groups and also at this time as well I believe it's when World of Warcraft came out and a lot of people went to World of Warcraft and I'm sure many of you may have tried that as well. It wasn't my type of game. I didn't like it. It was very solo. It felt didn't have that community. Not at all. Did not have the community. It wasn't so much about grouping like EverQuest. And that's what appeals me to EverQuest was the fact that you couldn't really solo much. I know I couldn't play in a disease and other zones, but that you know that was just when I. Had half an hour to spare and by the time you find a group you know you'll have to leave again so for me world of warcraft didn't quite cut it i did like the cartoony graphics and unfortunately then that was the end from my everquest it just you know family life i had children and a job and i just didn't really continue with everquest after that to this day you know i've got so many fond memories of it me and my friends gildor and carboni we still talk about it you know this day the fun we had so yeah i left back in I believe 2005, and that was that was it for me. That was EverQuest. I ever did miss it, but it, I just never really got back into it. Probably a lot of people would probably agree with me when it's a very addictive game. I'll spend a lot of time on there, and you know my family life and my work. I really needed to sort of move on from EverQuest, really, and you know just just you know carry on carry on normal life if you like. I played, you know, played consoles then and, and played stuff, you know, the games like COD and FIFA and, and those type of games. I did try to go back to EverQuest. I think it was back in around about 2016. Like Carboni was still sort of now and again logging on, playing, and he would just sort of go on every couple of years and have a play it for a 
for a while and, and he sort of said to me oh yeah I'm playing the game still and I said I'll have a little go and he said yeah I'll, I'll power level a character for you and I said I want to be a bard because he was on the Antonio Bell server and my character was on the Vienna Vice server and, and unfortunately because the rule sets were different we weren't able to swap a Kramer across so so he created me a bard over there and I created it originally and sort of logged it on it was called Organicus and it was a European server obviously being a European we felt obviously we would hopefully find more players on our time zone then so i logged in and after he says power leveled me and he power leveled me to up to 80 level 80 so there's been a lot of expansions since since i last played and you could get higher levels and that so on logged on i just couldn't get into it i just it, it's, there's a lot of changes there's a lot of tweaks even just down to the ui not the UI really changed much then, because the UI did change when I was playing previously, but I got used to that. It was more the fact that my old UI wasn't set up, from what how I remember it. I just thought, you know what, this just seems too hard. And so I kind of played it, probably not even a couple of hours, and that was it for me. And I never played EverQuest then, till recently this year, 2022. So yeah, so 2022 was when I decided to you know, have a look at EverQuest and what what made me do that? And it wasn't really that I was going to go and play it again. I was on YouTube and I heard the music. I can't remember where I clicked on something and the intro music come on and it just brought so many memories back. I think through the years, I've always played, always tried to find a game which would replace EverQuest or give me that feel and, and nothing could ever really scratch the itch of EQ. There was nothing out there. No matter what you tried, I tried Elder Scrolls and those type of games, but just nothing. The community, the way you group, the way you depended on each other, just wasn't there. So I heard the music, and it just I thought, you know what? Is the game still around? Because now we're we're talking over twenty years now, um, twenty three years I think that EverQuest originally came out. I thought, is the game still around? So I looked it up. Oh, it was. It was not Sony anymore. It's it Daybreak. And I thought, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna log in. I'm gonna see if I can find my account. I didn't think it would be there. I thought, you know, the chances of my account still being there. So I I went on to Daybreak, and I there was something there about getting your password. And I loaded up my account. And there it was. There was a Chroma on the Vienna Vice server. And I thought, I'm going to log into the Atonius Bell server, which was the Uri server, which was where Organicus was. And I logged on. And I just I just looked at it and I thought, oh, this is a bit of a nostalgia and, you know, this sort of scenario. And I was really confused with the game, all the new options. And I'm thinking, what is going on? I mean, this has changed even more since 2016. And I didn't understand a lot of it with a lot of the new stuff now. And, and I almost gave up, to be honest. I, I, was, I was back to that time when in 2016 where I logged on. I thought, I can't do this. I just, you know, it's just it's just too much to take in. It's not an easy game to learn if that makes sense you know the basics are there i still feel it takes a lot of skill compared to a lot of other games now where you can pick them up and you know most games you can you can just jump on and, and you know get the hang of it where with this there's so many things to click and there's so many things you've got to set up with the ui and and things have changed a lot anyway i jumped into general chat and put out there you know what's going on just come back uh what does this do what does that do and, and a guy responded to me called salbido and he really he was really helping me and he was you know telling me what to do you know not telling me what to do as such but where things are where to find them and and i, I gradually started getting the hang of it and i was okay this is good and he then said oh i got a guild legion rising do you want to join? I was like, yeah. He said, I'll put you on trial for a couple of weeks. Thinking, okay, I'll, I'll join and I'll have a little run around and see how I get on. 
And yeah, so pretty much started to get into the game again. I started learning how, what this does and what that does. And there was, you know, things were a lot more simplified. I know a lot of people don't like that. But for me, the traveling and stuff like that, I haven't got time like I used to have. So I don't want to be running across Zoom when I can just click something. And now you've got the guild halls and the guild lobbies, which you know, which was great for me because I could just go from one zone to the next. And it, it sped the game up. Yes, it made it a little bit simpler. Yes, XP was a lot easier to get. But there was also a lot of lot of good things about the game where you had instances where you, know, where you can go and do raid mob or named mob. Or what they do now is a group version rather than a raid version. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 appealed and Salbino sort of took me under his wing and showed me around and, and I then worked out that I don't have to twist anymore which was a bit of a disappointment because I felt that was a real big skill set to have and some people couldn't have that knack that was the difference for me between a good bard and a bad bard how many songs they could twist and how they played the character but now they do it where you can just type in a macro and play not song one two three four five six seven so on um and you know there's still skill to choosing which songs you want to play and what's going to benefit yourself and the group but for me that's not you know that for me was probably too simplified but i've got used to it and the melody is called melody and that works really well for me now so yeah i'm really 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 enjoying the game now so that's what I wanted to do as a podcast, just to speak to people around regarding that. And I'll go a lot more into things in future podcasts about you know, where I am at the moment and stuff. For me, yes, it's 20 odd years old. Yes, the graphics are probably, you know, not up to par. Yes, when you zone, it's not open world and you've got to go into zones and, and stuff like that. And my kids have seen it and they've laughed at it. But you know, they do laugh at it. One of them plays Valorant and another one plays League of Legends. And, and I've said to them, have a go. But they're like, just laugh at it. They, they sort of said it's more some Minecraft graphics. But that doesn't bother me. Um, because what I found on my return was, and I didn't think I would ever find it again, was the community still there. And that is a massive thing for any game to have 20 odd years to still have that community the friendships and i've made already so many good friendships in the game again carl boney's back i i rang him up and said i play an everquest again and he said are you and uh yeah he's back so he's joined the guild as well and it's a family guild which is what i like but we're also raiding and i'll go into that again in the future podcast where where we are at and um where we're, what we're raiding and so on and talk about that a bit more so Going forward, you know, I will be sort of talking about things like that myself, you know, about the, the raiding side of things and, and tell you a bit more about up and coming things and stuff like that and uh, stuff like that in the in the podcast. So, yeah, so basically this first podcast was really to talk about the early EverQuest experience, talk a bit about my return. What I would like to do in the next episode is talk about the new expansion, which is coming, which is 29th expansion, which is Night of the Shadows. So on the 6th of December. And what I've also done as well with the, some of the guild members, what we've done is we created a, a team of froglocks. We're a high-end game now, and we wanted to experience pretty much what I've probably talked about, the lower-end zones where we had real lot of fun, we had to work together. It was a completely different game experience. And so what we did was created froglocks, and we had a discussion, and we all had to be classes we've never played before. So I've gone with the Necromancer. We're a little way into that. We said it's once a week, we'll log on, we will play three to four hours, and we called them the toad clan there's seven or eight of us you know there's normally six of us that are at least logged on at once we're going through the old zones and started from level one all the way through to the end so i'd like to sort of give you updates on that and tell you how we're getting on and give you a couple of stories i do write a journal on our discord page for the 
guild so i might read some of those out to you guys and there's stories i've sort of tell of our adventures but in a story version also what ratings like in 2022 now and going forward so tell you a bit more about the rating and how getting on through the expansions and so on all i will say is that's pretty much it i will be looking forward to doing my next podcast as i said would like to be speaking to people within inside the community get some people on to have a chat and talk about their experiences whether they're old experiences new experiences with everquest currently don't have a website or a discord channel however i do have an email address which is eqrevisited at outlook.com so if you have any suggestions for the next podcast or you would like to be a guest and discuss your experiences with EverQuest, that would be great. I'm looking at doing the podcast monthly, so look out for the next one. And finally, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, safe journey.